When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow! Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of experiencing Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and I'm joined by London top DJ and self-professed Japanophile, Pete Donaldson. LTDJ, London's <laughs> top DJ. I killed all the rest of them, and now I'm the top dog. You are quite good. How are you, Pete? I'm all right. I'm good. Um, I've, I'm having a lovely week. I've just had a Bakewell tart. We've both had, if, we I've had a Bakewell tart. I haven't had Bakewell tarts in years. Well, you've had one today. And, and also a Kit Kat as well. Kit Kats, coffee, job done. <laughs> Travelled all the way. That is how you start a podcast. Travelled all all the way to uh, London from Japan, and yeah, you're uh, you're eating Kit Kats. That's Podcast not right, prep. is it? <laughs> yeah. Have you been now? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. About to head back to Japan. Great. Yeah. Good. It's uh, yeah. I, after about two or three weeks back in the UK, it's time. To, I always feel like it's time to go back. You can't go back now. After st- <laughs> it's my destiny. <laughs> after stuffing myself with bacon, cheese, and sausages. Yes. And tea. For two weeks relentlessly. I've, I've put on about three or four kilograms. <laughs> not even joke, it's shocking. Well you, um, well, you sort of said last week that you were going to be um, starting some kind of um, weight loss programme. Yeah, later on in spring, when <clears> the uh, the snows of North Japan melt. Yeah. Because it's so damn cold. You it's so damn cold, there's nothing else to do, is it's it? You horrible. can't walk around. You do do a lot of walking, though, that's the thing. Do you? So you no, you do. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Where? You do a lot of when? walking. You're always strolling around. Am I? The streets. <laughs> First I've heard of it. With your heavy cameras. Well, I don't, well... <laughs> Yeah, but the re- like, the reason I've put on weight recently is I haven't been walking because it is like it is really snowy. Mm. You can't get out. It's not fun. Japanese winters are horrific. I'd never I'd seen never... so much kind of um, uh, differences in um, snowy bits and not snowy bits. <laughs> in, 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 Have you in... ever visited Japan in winter? No, no. I went Don't. to Sapp- I went to Sapporo in October and it was bloody freezing. Yeah, and then in Tokyo and Osaka. Bloody warm. Yeah, it's it's a ridiculous place. Played it by I mean, thermals, Chris. <laughs> don't don't go in winter. <laughs> and you, cherished listener, don't go to Japan in winter. That's my top tip of the day. Well, I bet the travel, I bet the trains still work, though, don't they? Just about. I yeah, bet you still get it around. It's pretty hardcore there. Mm. A train near where I used to live got blown off the tracks by the winds. The Siberian Whoa! winds. Yeah. Holy moly! Big kerfuffle. <laughs> well, is that what you call a train? Yeah. What a, a massive disaster! Yeah. But, sorry, um, there's been a big kerfuffle. kerfuffle. Uh, was a train fell off the tracks. But yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm. Look. On one hand, I'm looking forward to going back because mm. I've got lots of things to do. Yeah. 
quite like Japan. Mm. I am a born Japan, I suppose I have to. <laughs> yeah, you can't I, be I love abroad it. in Japan in Britain. That and would I, be too I, much. And as I said before, it's my destiny <laughs> to be there as a born Japan. But, you can't get out uh, there. On the other hand, yeah, the winter here is much more bearable. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not looking forward to landing at Tokyo, going, oh, it's quite nice here, and then getting on the bullet train two hours north to a foot of snow. That's <laughs> what's going to happen. Oh, well, never mind. Um, Chris, uh, we thought we'd do something a little bit different uh, this week. Q&A. 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 A little Q&A, a little There's email a special. Questions, haven't we, the last few weeks. So. Exactly, so we need to pile through some of them. I mean, keep them coming in, yeah, by all means. Yeah, awesome questions. Mm. Uh, we, yeah, we haven't, we haven't given them that much attention recently. Because <laughs> it was new, right? First things first, let's have a podcast, then let's have Q&A. Exactly. Think about bringing the people in. I'm acting like I know how, how to do a podcast. I don't. <laughs> Completely wigging it, although... <laughs> you know what you're doing. Right. You, you, you do sort of um, treat podcastry as being this kind of like dark art. A when fine you're art. Li- when you're literally doing podcasting but in video form. That's Infor- not true, is it? Informative. Thematics. Thematics. <laughs> big words here. Yeah. But that's not true. What do you mean? Because well, it's podcast, it's like a conversation happening live, right? Yes. It, I mean, this is the first thing YouTube, you kind of... I can edit the videos. Right, if I okay. say something funny or weird, I can just redo it. <laughs> Well, the podcast, once you've done it once, it's game over. Well, it it's has just... to go on. You can't edit it. Yeah, exactly. These are completely unedited. So this is Chris Broad, live and unleashed. He could do a Logan Paul <laughs> or do something dreadful, a PewDiePie at any moment. Oh, and, you'd, and he'd have to deal with the consequences, quite frankly. You had to bring up Logan Paul, didn't you? <laughs> to bring up Logan Paul. No escape from those two words, I think, I think YouTubers have done quite well out of Logan Paul. I, mean, I know. So, everyone know. I'm not even going to bother to have a press here about Logan Paul. Logan well, Paul but... Um, what I would say is that uh, the thing that he is most famous for doing in that forest is not even 10% of what of the other the horrible things he did in that video. Well, it's pretty bad, but, like, yeah, the stuff he did in Japan... <laughs> oh, God, just thinking about it makes me... Yeah. It was like your video that you did about 10 things not to do in Japan. 12, 12 things, yeah. 12 things. A week later, <laughs> I have 12 things not to do in Japan. A week later, he does... Everything on that list times ten. Do you think he missed the word uh, "don't do"? Don't do. <laughs> don't yeah. do just just do all of oh, these things. Brenda, wasn't it? He, was, he threw a pokeball at a policeman. I can't. No, pokeball those... policeman and fit dead fish on back of taxi. Those policemen are not to be trifled with. They are lovely and sweet, <laughs> but I would not mess with them. To be quite frank, I have. I mean, it sounds bad, but I do have trouble sometimes taking Japanese policemen seriously because they're so nice. Yes. Right. When I moved into my new apartment last year. Uh, the guy, the police guy, came to my door. Mm. Knock on my door. I opened it. It was a policeman, uh, and he said to me, in English, "I am Japanese policeman." <laughs> and I went, That's the best introduction you could possibly do as a Japanese policeman. <laughs> I am Japanese policeman. They're not renowned for their English uh, skills, are he they? He was good, but he was good. He was good. Yeah, he was right. lovely, lovely guy. Wait, what was but, his What was his beef? What, what did he? What did I just done? wanted to say hello. Oh, welcome into Japanese... the neighbourhood. That's lovely, Chris. Exactly. I am so Japanese so policeman. Nice. And I got pulled over for speeding. Probably shouldn't have told you that. Got pulled over for speeding. <laughs> Wait, you were there. I was there in the car, Chris. Shit, how did I forget about that? I know you did. Oh, my I was, first like, speeding ticket in my life, in my entire life, <laughs> got in Japan, September last year when mm. Pete came over. Yeah. We were driving through the countryside. I think I was going 10 kilometres over the speed limit. Everyone seems to speed over there, though, Chris. I didn't they do. Fe- well, I didn't feel like you were being... Because the speed limit in Japan is a lot lower right. than, like, the UK. Uh, yeah, I was doing 10 kilometres over the speed limit, but the mm. fact was we just got down a road where the police were just stopping cars to yeah. fill a quota. Mm. And they were like, they pulled me over, took me in the back of a van, they were like, you went over the speed limit by 10 kilometres per hour. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Uh. I mean, I do obey the road 
rules, traffic rules. You're a very yeah. safe and careless, we careful had to get driver. You, we had to get you back to the Shinkansen, so it was your fault. Uh, <laughs> but, like, they were all apologising. The bullet car. The bullet car had to reach the bullet train. <laughs> the bullet car. They were all apologising for inconveniencing, <laughs> inconveniencing me and pulling me over. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, it's three days Apologize. later, I was in Rapongi, and we arrived in Rapongi. Rapongi's got a terrible reputation for everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, a bit of crime, a bit of dirt, a bit of nonsense. Yeah. Um, but it has it does have a couple of bars, a couple of decent bars, so that's where I was meeting someone. Anyway, me and three friends. Um, were basically taken aside by three policemen, the most polite men you've ever met in your life, just basically going... Look, uh, we had we had Japanese policemen. Um, what uh, what drugs do you have in your pocket? Remember, oh, uh, British drug different to Japanese drug, oh, and oh there right. are different rules. You I said like, that in English. No, yeah. Wow. But I was um, I did have um, uh, oh, some stomach tablets. <laughs> All right. Because uh, yeah, the food messes with me guts sometimes, and certainly right. the Um But yes, yeah, so I was having to explain what a, a ranitidine um, anti uh, acid. It's- Podcast episode starting to feel like a confession. <laughs> I broke the law. But I think I'm fairly certain that contravened many of my human rights, hit them going through my pockets and going through everybody else's pockets. Probably. But they were so polite, I didn't mind. Just go along with it. Yeah, <laughs> Just go along with it. They're very nice. Like, I, I, yeah, it's, they're nice. They Happy are nice. Are nice guys. Nice guys. Uh, although there was a fight outside another bar um, that um, one of them grabbed me. This is on a different trip. One of them grabbed me <laughs> and. Uh, Chugaimas, does that mean. Uh, Mistake? It's different. Different. It means oh. like, yeah, it's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because in that way, like, to go I shouted. So somebody grabbed hold of me thinking I was the Gaijin white guy who had been in the fight. And, and he weren't. And I wasn't, no. Really? But I went, Chagamas! Mr. Policeman, you're making a big mistake. And he went, Did that oh, work? So it isn't it. Yeah, he, yeah, he let me go. Wow. But so, I really, I had started that fight. <laughs> I, did, I hadn't really. The secret to success in Japan. Oh, you, uh, you, just shout, you just shout mistake. Chigaimasu. So should we get to a couple of uh, messages, a couple of questions from let's, the, the people? Let's, let's plunge in. Let's plunge in. Uh, Jack Sadler. What up, Jack? Um, if you, Chris, had a theme tune or walk-on music, what would it be? Uh, so like Walker Music you know, like the wrestling kind of so you need something a bit kind of up Let's Groove by Earth, Wind and Fire <laughs> oh my god Chris is very good at beatboxing I'm not, but not but when he's got a call but I'm excited because these microphones M- make, like, it, make it sound good do you want to do three bars <laughs> okay that's bad <laughs> Okay, no. Isn't that impressive? But come on, but woo! If you're becoming, if you're going to be an English teacher in Japan, you need to know it. What you need to know? It's like whenever box. the class is going to shit, whenever things are going bad, right? And everyone's bored. The students don't care about English. Yeah, you just go. What's that, children? <laughs> really? Like, and the whole class comes alive, and it makes everything good. I did it about three hundred times over the course of three years. <laughs> just, it's just like a hundred times a year. It's like control or delete. Every three days, I did that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's it's amazing. It's the control or delete of Japan. fantastic. What? So, so, so the, the that's why you didn't get on the jet, exchange, <laughs> exchange teaching program. That's why you didn't be- get, get to become a teacher, Pete. Because I couldn't. Uh, I didn't even think that that was a good idea. Go, what can you do, Pete? And he'd have gone. Well, oh, well, I can. <laughs> gone, I can perfect. shout. I can shout Shugimus really loud. <laughs> <laughs> and at Sui from last week. Uh, so, Earth and Fire, you gone for that one? What would you go for? 
Lip Up Fatty by Bad Manners. Are you familiar with that song? That's lip Up Fatty fun. and Lip Up Fatty Fatty Reggae. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a nice song. It's a nice fun song about fatty. Uh, Wes, Wes says, uh, what would you like to improve about Japan? You love Japan, Chris. You do a YouTube channel about it, but how would you improve it? Crikey. That's <laughs> a big one, isn't it? Oh. It's a big one. Sugoi. Oh, I don't know, really. Crikey. Because uh, the trains all work well, the food's nice. Oh. If, yeah, that's quite a tough one, actually, isn't it? <laughs> Do you come back to that one? <laughs> Have you got any ideas? Um, well, I think over this coffee. Hot. It gets too hot in the summer, and I am a sweaty that. boy. We're talking culture, not weather. All oh, right, OK. Um, lost property, Chris. What? What? I lose at least three things every holiday, and I always have to go to the same lost property office in Shinjuku Station, which is the most baffling city on earth. Now you think, oh, Tokyo, it's a city in itself. No, the train station in Shinjuku is like ten train stations, sellotaped, gaffer taped, welded to three other ones. Well, it it's is, insane. It's the world's busiest station. It's some fact. Yeah. It doesn't need to be that busy. Shinjuku Station. I've been lost in there for days. <laughs> you know, just, like, I think top ten at, like... Te- I can't even talk today, blindly. Eight of the top ten busiest stations in the world are in Tokyo. I that's think. insane. I, I, mean, I, I can well believe it, because they're not just um, train stations. If they were just train stations and they just had the, 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 the lines and the platforms, fine. But no, <laughs> eating experiences... Coin lockers. Shopping malls. Toilets. Yeah. Shopping malls. They're so confusing, Chris. And they're not well signposted. No. 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 And But every part looks like everything else. The department stores are the, the same at every exit. And you go, what exit do you want to leave at? Do you wanna, there's a north gate, there's a west gate, there's a temple gate. Uh, Sorry out, Japan. Whenever I have to go to Tokyo, I have to go through Tokyo Station. Mm. And I endure that. And it's not fun, like, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't like it. That's, well, and there's lots of different lines It's a terrible as well. way of, like, arriving in Tokyo. Yeah. It's like going in the, uh, the more, like, it's going in a football stadium or something. Mm. The equivalent of a crowd. Yeah. And it, it, know, it, but millions it gives, of people a day go through those stations. Hugely. Yeah. And it gives you an unfair kind of view of what Tokyo is like. Because mm. you get, cause everything else is quite easy to figure out. I Train so. stations, the old Ekis, they can deck off. I'll you, tell you well, what. Yeah, I mean, you can get <laughs> you can get around Japan pretty easily without Japanese. Oh, massively, yeah. And everything's signposted these days. Uh, I mean, yeah, you well, can get around. Well, well, Sandro sort of says um, an interesting question would be uh, for a two week trip for J- to Japan. Uh, what kind of level in Japanese should you speak? None. None. You don't need it, do you? I mean. Yeah, learn it. For, I mean, if you can, learn yeah. learn something. It makes well, it a lot more fun, right? Just, just learn um, what the... I, uh, whenever I go anywhere, um, <coughs> from, you know, Estonia to Iceland, I try and learn, where's the toilet? Brilliant. Uh, and can I have uh, a check, please, basically? Can I have a check? Let's <laughs> say it. Not even hello. No. Where's the toilet? Well, hello, uh, well, hello and maybe goodbye. Uh, where's the check? <laughs> where's the toilet? Always find out where the toilet is. But, I mean, I... Hachangshu <laughs> odieo, I think it's Korean. <laughs> I don't know if you're taking the piss or not. No, it is, it is, it is. Um, um, Mr. Toilet Room, I think, is uh, Estonian. 
Mr. Toilet Room. Mr. Mm. Toilet Room? Yeah, at the mail. Mr. Toilet Room. That's amazing. It's good, isn't it? Uh, in, in Icelandic, um, the, 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 the Czech is, um, Viltigirus the Veltakomamer Reknigin, which is like a shortening of, uh, which is a lengthening of the word reckoning. Yeah, and so a lot of these European cities, the, 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 the word for receipt or check is de reckoning. <laughs> de Give me de reckoning. <laughs> isn't that scary? Like the reckoning, please. Sound like a Bond villain's kind of phrase, isn't it? <laughs> Requiem. Dreadful behaviour. So you genuinely yeah. learn these phrases? <laughs> yes. I thought you were... Je- that's no, impressive. No, I have. Yeah, it's a Bond. You are an impressive person. <laughs> what an impressive like, man. Yeah, you, you really don't need that much Japanese to travel no, around Japan. I knew God people no. that worked as teachers for two years who knew literally nothing. Yeah. Uh, they knew nothing, and like, it wasn't a problem. Mm. A lot of people in Japan do speak English, mm. but f- everything's signposted. If you go to a restaurant, you can point at pictures. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's not a problem. And you I've, get a little bit more out of it if you kind of can, you know. If it, you it, can, though, it's really good if you go to a bar mm. and you can whip out a few phrases. It's a great way of making friends. Mm. Like, mm. if Japanese people see that you're making the effort, mm. they'll make the effort. Mm. They'll, they'll probably... I've had it where, like, nobody speaks to me, uh, so I speak a bit of Japanese, mm. and then they'll speak to me in English. And yes. They'll, they'll kind of... Greases the wheels. Yeah, yeah, they'll kind of open up, especially if they're drunk. <laughs> and also, if you've got, like, um, <coughs> if you're on the mobile phone, you're trying to find a place, taxi drivers, I've when I first went, I, they rarely speak English. And, oh, yeah. and it's quite difficult to locate. And I noticed that phone numbers are quite important for businesses. Like, they, they seem to use, in the big cities, they use the phone numbers to locate places. Yeah, it's the but, GPS. Way yeah. they put the phone number and you—that's how they get there. So it and and but I found that just learning like Hidari Miggy left right like <laughs> just just here yeah, go Hidari. left go left Miggy. go right go left stop and then you're done then you're where you need to be as long as you know where you're going. You're Have fine. you ever got like truly lost? In, um, I mean, obviously, obviously, it's interesting for me to hear because obviously you've been mm. to Japan without any Japanese lost. Right? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever got really lost? Has anything really bad ever happened? No. But I think I've always had like a Wi-Fi dongle with me, so I can get some. Uh, Keep you in good stead. Roaming charges. That's, so that's the advice I there. give. Yeah. yeah, that's the advice I give. Just get a dongle. Get a dongle. Get a Google Maps. Yeah, job done, isn't it? In this day, <laughs> you don't need. You don't need it. You just don't need it. Uh, so thank you for your uh, message, Sandro. Um, Benzoist. What are the most striking differences between Japanese and Hollywood films? You're a big film buff, Chris. I think you'll find each one has different values. Right. Like Japanese cinema often puts uh, like cultural values go on, like the family, okay, like a family unit and right. uh, collectivism. Like Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's all about the family, isn't it? Fast and Furious. <laughs> Fast Furious and families. Tokyo Drift. But like <laughs> people, yeah, I don't know family unit. Mm. Family is the best thing ever okay. in Japan. Every movie I seem to watch seems to prioritise that. And the, yeah, collectivism. Ah. The idea of putting others before yourself. That's fair. Which is a lovely value. Japan's nice. top <laughs> cultural Top <thing> value. <laughs> Japan's top value. people others before themselves. <laughs> uh, Jake says, uh, would you still recommend becoming an alt in Japan? Uh, learning te- a learning teacher, is that what alt stands for? Ah... Ah, lovely teacher. A lovely teacher. ALT. Assistant language teacher. Oh, right, okay. The job you went for. Uh, (laughs) All right, you don't need to bring that up again. I failed failed the interview for an entry level job. Every teacher in Japan is actually mostly an assistant language teacher. I was. Right. When I say I'm an English teacher for three years, I was an English teacher for three years. It's not strictly true. Right. I was well, you, still did, you still did lessons, though, didn't yeah, I still, you? I still did the lessons, but mm. I was an assistant most of the time. Right. You know, not often would I have lessons on my own. Uh, ah. But when I did, it still worked out right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, but you're always an assistant kind of thing. So you always. So how does that kind of manifest itself? Like the teacher goes, "Oh, Chris will demonstrate." Yeah, and then to, I'll, I'll like, to beatbox. I'll d- <laughs> Again, that is my Again. That was my class is beatboxing. <laughs> I don't know, really. I would just wing it. Yeah, I, I kind of prepare things before the lesson goes. Right. In, but like, would I recommend it still after all these years? Yes. Mm. My first year was pretty hard as an ALT because I did. I wasn't prepared for it. Mm. I had to learn how they teach in Japan, and I, it was my first like job outside of university. Mm. But by the second year. I quite enjoyed it. Mm. I really came into my own. I tried to uh, use creativity in the classroom to get students learning and doing things with the English they knew. Mm. So, like, I made uh, I made like students make a newspaper, oh, for example, cool. or a magazine, using their English, or act out a film, things like that. And that's what I really enjoyed. That was the bit that I enjoyed. Oh, that is very heartening. I feel so, like um, when, what is Robin Williams? What film is that? When Robin Williams makes all the kids yeah. stand up on the. I was going to say Good Will Hunting. hunting. (laughs) Definitely not. Uh, Yeah, it's like that. (laughs) Or School of Rock is the best way. Yes! You were like Jack Black in School of Rock, beatboxing your way through an ALT course. Absolutely. (gasps) Jack Black, but (laughs) beatboxing. I would recommend it. It was a great experience. Mm. And if I go back and change it, I wouldn't. Good man. Good man. It's not up to you. Let's Do face it. it. <laughs> and, and in many ways, like becoming a, an alt or a, a t- school teacher is kind of the only way you can start it is, to work. Yeah, unfortunately, there. it is like the way into Japan. Mm. Unless you've got a great company that get you. But like, yeah, it's, it's, it is the way into Japan. Mm. And once you've got your foot in the door, uh, you can do something else or start looking for other jobs. Lovely old job. Uh, we're going to take a short uh, break because we're running out of time for the first half. Uh, but we'll be back uh, next with more of your questions and quick. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
mysteries and things. And to my surprise, I stumbled across a secret sexy club. Wow. Chris Broad there talking about his secret <laughs> sexy club. Is, you just keep pulling these out of the hat. That was when you were He's in impressive. a... I think you were looking at um, Japanese-English um, signs. I was. I was looking was for secret... strange Japanese-English, right? <laughs> and uh, that was one of the, the, <laughs> the snack or hostess bars I found. <laughs> like they, they, they wanted to keep it a secret, and yet mm. they had this sign, like 50 foot above the door, Secret Sexy Club. The Imagine first rule of Secret Sexy Club is we do not talk about Secret Sexy Club. I mean, the sign Except writer had a laugh there. sign out the front. <laughs> the sign writer had a bit of a giggle, really, didn't he? So he rang, he rang up the sign writer and went, look, I need a sign making. <laughs> right, what's the sign? Well, it's for my Secret Sexy Club. And he went, right, first question. How big is this sign going to be? How secret is the sign going to be? Terrible idea. Dreadful. Uh, shall we uh, head back to a couple of uh, questions? Let's Jake. Dive in. Uh, Jake says, actually, let's go for Efrain. Efrain Rodriguez. Hello, Efrain. Great name. It is a cracking name. Cracking name, isn't it? Um, character out of a Robert Rodriguez movie. <laughs> Favourite beer. Mm. Favourite beer. Japanese. Mm. We'll go down the Japanese route. Yeah. Uh, I'll say Sapporo beer. Yeah, okay. By far. Uh, I find Asahi beer. Tastes like lemonade. Really? Is it, is it too water, fizzy? Because yeah. I'm, I'm tonic water. Right. Okay. So you don't like fizzy beer. You like slightly like, kind of more subdued well, beer. Well, Sapporo is fizzy, mm. but it has a hint of nice flavour. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the Ooh, finest beer description ever. Um, uh, no, no. Sapporo, it's got something to it. It's right. difficult to explain, but it's got a flavour, a hint of something mm. that makes it good. Well. Uh, the one thing that I noticed when I, it's, got a, it's got a hint of something. A hint of something. <laughs> Put that on the poster. What's your favourite beer? Um, I like separate. I, I find it hard to after the first one. I mean, pff, I'm anyone's really. I'm very <laughs> very much into my yogurito, as we all know. But um, yogurito. No, they do have. So I, I'm a big fan of lager. So I like after a long day, and I want you want a beer, and it's like Here you it. want you want a very. Aggressive, Kieran's nice, yeah. yeah. If you want something aggressive, a bit fizzy, like oh yeah. The one thing I have noticed the, the, is um, when we went to that restaurant with the uh, owner of the Rio Can that I gave your ciders to. Oh, yes. um, I remember. <laughs> Not ciders for you, Chris. He, um, they have this rule, weird kind of um, formula where you sit at a table and you're not allowed to pour yourself a That's beer. That's right. You have to pour everybody else, and they got to pour you a beer. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, you can't pour your own drink in Japan yeah. if you're out with friends, basically. Mm. Um, um, if you go to Izakaya, Japanese pub or bar, you, yeah, can't pour your own drink. You get, like, a big bottle. Um, so when you you have to... It's quite annoying. You have to always be switched on, mm. looking at your friend's drinks. Yeah. And if it's, like, half full, you quick the, you pick up the bottle and pour away. It's hard. It's, it's just... Can we not just get a bottle each and drink it? It's fine. Just give it's, me a pint. It's a nice rule, though, actually. Having yeah. someone top up your drink, it mm. kind of reinforces the fact you're all... Friend. In it together. In it together just, with your sapper or beer. But as a really sort of um, polite Englishman, I'm always just going, thank you. <laughs> and also, when I, but the first time I went, I was doing the Domo Aragatikazamas, like the most, for, like the, the poshest oh, way of doing oh, it. Domo. Domo. So posh. And also, as a British person, that's another good word to use. Um, uh, give me a sigh. Just say sorry for everything. Yeah. Everything. Sumimasen. Sumimasen. Say Bang sorry. Bang into someone everything. on the train. Sumimasen. Drop sorry. your beer all over the floor. Sumimasen. <laughs> Drop your. I don't know. Guts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything goes wrong. Yeah. Sumimasen. It's actually Sumimasen. Mm. But if you say it quickly, you can kind of drop the first sentence. Sumimasen. Sumimasen. Ah, oh, right, okay. Sumimasen. It's just, uh, it's, is a, a word that gets bandied around willy-nilly all over the place. If you go into a shop, people are constantly saying it to you. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It's apologising for things that haven't even happened. It's Yeah, it's the go-to word. There's you, one word you need to know 
before you come to Japan, mm. is suimasen or suimasen. Suimasen! Uh, and what's the other word they use in shops? Irishimase! Whenever you go, like, welcome, and then they go, sorry. They go, welcome, sorry, sorry, and follow you around the shop going, sorry, sorry about this. What do we get in the UK? What's the equivalent? Um, Why are you in my shop? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing here? Sorry about the asbestos. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Um, uh, next uh, message, Jake. We're, we're ending on a weird Jake. one, to be honest. Jake, thank you for this one. Um, if you could buy one console, what would it be? Nintendo Switch, PS4, or Xbox One? Well, I can kind of cheat there, because I do own one of those. You, um, do you know what I own? You chipped... I do know, because ah. when I left you, after you um, callously ignored the rules of the road and got arrested um, for being oh, Fast yeah. and the Furious Tokyo Drift, um, you <laughs> w- said, I'm going to go off and buy a N- Nintendo Switch, and I said, you're not going to get a Nintendo Switch. Well, I needed to get over the fine. I was a bit depressed. <laughs> Because it was like, what, it was like 10,000 yen, 100 quid. It's a lot of money, isn't it? Or it's a lot right? of money. Being a naughty boy. So, yeah, I needed to get over that, and the best way to do that was to get a Switch. Mario Kart. <laughs> get right yeah. on Mario Kart. <laughs> Live it out. But, yeah, no, I got a Switch, and uh, I, I would I'd get a PS4 if mm. I had to choose, so I'd get a PS4. But I don't have time to play games that much anymore. I needed something to kind of de-stress myself. Yes. On the go, and the Switch did that perfectly. So this I played, like, Zelda and Skyrim on it. <sighs> have you played Mario yet? The new one. The new one on Switch. Uh, what's it, it called? Is... Mario. Whatever. Mario Switch. Not Switch. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. What? It Odyssey. Is... Not Odyssey. No. It is Odyssey. Yeah. It is Odyssey. It's the first Mario game I've ever played on the original hardware. So you know, I played uh... Mario sixty four on an emulator or something. This is the first time I've ever ever owned a Nintendo product. I think. A and it's the first moment. time. I. I'd... He's good. At, it's good, isn't it, Mario? It is good. The old Mario game. It's such great game design. Nintendo knock it out the park every mm. time. I mean, Zelda, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, blew me away. Yeah, I got bored after two weeks, but uh, <laughs> it's an away. amazing game. The animations, the detail—you mm. feel like you're in a living, breathing world, and it's amazing. Mm. But it's just not violent enough for me. There's <laughs> too much. In I've it. been playing Skyrim a bit more. Yeah. Okay. Came out five. Ten years, <laughs> like six years ago, but it's just more. Well, they keep releasing it for every like, damn yeah. kind of um, uh, video game machine around. Yeah. I've played a lot of um, Yakuza, the Yakuza series. The problem with JRPGs is, or Japanese games in general, I think when there's a storyline, it just goes on forever. <laughs> like you think you're finished, and then you get into the fourth act, and you're like, "Why am I now a Japanese idol dancing lady? Why I was a Yakuza man, now I'm a little girl dancing on the TV." Are the cutscenes? Like lengthy endless, and ridiculous. Yeah. Endless. And also the localization's weird. Like sometimes like they'll sort of go they'll say what the character means rather than what the character says. What? My limited Japanese. A man eats a bowl of ramen and he says oishi, right? Which right. as far as I can tell Normal. is delicious. Is yeah. that yeah, yeah is it right. delicious? Yeah. Delicious. Well he he sort of comes after that and, and the word that comes up I think is that's or that's good or something. And I'm like well, he definitely says that's delicious, though, doesn't he? <laughs> so why have they chosen... Like, yeah. if he'd have said that delicious, that's delicious, you wouldn't go, that's a weird thing to say, because he just mm. had some delicious ramen. Oh, Not right. I'm not having it. translation. No, <laughs> it's probably good translation, I just don't understand it. It just goes on that's for too long. Too much bloody talking. How- <laughs> too much... Less yapping, more punching, I think. Um, but a lot of these sort of questions I've noticed on, on Twitter and stuff, it's kind of... Um, how to get around Japan. It is remarkably easy to get around Japan. As I said before, Google Maps, once yeah. you've got that, 
The world is your oyster. <laughs> Japan is your oyster. Everything is put into Google Maps. And the old uh, the old JR passes, the old Japanese rail passes, they're incredibly useful as well. So you, you use that when you override? I use that, yeah. I actually, this time, only got like a north, uh, like uh, north, north of Tokyo, Japan. So the north Japan one. See, I've never got one because I obviously live in Japan. Yes, you can't okay. get JR pass we live in Not Japan. even the first time you came? You, you didn't buy... Oh, no. So I was like a resident teacher right. guy. Okay. So it's a bit rubbish. So people have always asked me about them, and I'm mm. like, don't know what it is, but I wish I had one. They're incredibly good value. You can't get on the very fastest Shinkansen, oh. but like they, oh I can't remember them now, but they've all got silly names. Um, uh, you can't get on the fastest one. You can get on the second fastest one, which is fast enough. It's like an extra ten minutes. So still ten times faster than British trains, right? <laughs> it's so good. And you, and if you're a smart, you, you do a lot of videos, uh, Chris, where um, you know things not to do in Japan. Uh, but I think sometimes it's worth remembering the things you can do that you can't do anywhere. Else. You can smoke pretty much everywhere. If you're a smoker, heaven. Is it a good thing? No, it's a terrible <laughs> thing. We shouldn't be recommending any of this, but you can smoke wherever yeah. you want. If you are in a restaurant, when was the last time you smoked in a restaurant? You can smoke in a restaurant. It's mad. I'm not having it. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, madness. I, I've, yeah, it, it actually turned me into a little bit of a smoker when I got yeah. to Japan because all my friends around me were smoking. Yes. Teachers, mm. like foreign teachers and Japanese people. Mm. And so you kind of feel like, oh, I want a cigarette. And so you, you know, you kind of get into it. I don't smoke now anymore, but no. yeah, it, it definitely makes it. <laughs> it definitely makes it more difficult to not and it, well, smoke. It, well, if you go with, I, I go, I went with my mate Al a couple of times, and he um, he smokes a little bit, or he smokes socially. But when you can smoke everywhere and smoke all the time, yes. and you're on holiday, I realised how many he smoked. I was like, my and my. Clothes stank all the time. It's it's really creepy. I mean, first of all, cigarettes is a whole different world over there. Like they've still got the really nice, like coloured packaging. Oh yeah, whereas yeah, over I guess here that, it's yeah. like blank, right? Mm. Uh, and it's quite cheap as mm. well. Yeah. Five hundred yen, I think, for a pack of cigarettes. Do you mean that is three, really cheap? Three pounds, whatever. Wow. Uh, and then, worst of all, when you're in a bar or you know a bar restaurant, mm. you actually get people from Marlborough and all these companies coming into the bar. And offering you free cigarettes. <laughs> they, they come in, they go, they go, we've got this new brand of Marlboro, it's Marlboro Cherry. And you go, oh, yeah, that's great. And they go, which, which flavour do you want? Which one do you want? And you go, oh, yeah, I've cherry. And they give you the pack for free. Isn't that crazy? You, just, you know, you try a few cigarettes, and then you decide which one you want for free. Oh. And that would, that's just like, what we would not do here and it's so different it's <laughs> well so it's the, the rules are sort of so different that they can get away with that sort of they behavior. get away with it big time I mean, they actually there was a uh, they talked about getting rid of smoking mm. indoors right. uh, last year yeah. right up to the Olympics but there was so much so many people against it because mm. it's kind of the only, <laughs> I think it's the only way uh, a lot of Japanese salarymen can blow off steam, right? After a long day of work. Literally steam. Literally steam. Well, not literally smoke. steam. Smoke. Literally smoke. <laughs> uh, it can blow off a lo lot of smoke after a long day of work. <laughs> yeah. So that without that, I, you know, I think a lot of people get more stressed. Well, I mean, look at Natsuki. He smokes 30 Marlboro Red cigarettes every day. <sighs> That's 12 heavy. milligrams of tar in each, in each cigarette. <laughs> That's, That's heavy. That's absurd. That is heavy. How, and, but he's like, if I don't smoke, I get stressed and the world falls apart around oh, me. goodness me. Wow. Yeah. Well, pray for lungs. Pray oh, for no. Japanese lungs, <laughs> I tell you. Uh, the, the big uh, product um, I noticed last time was um, the Icos, the kind of uh, the cigarette that's still owned by the big cigarette brands, but they're, um, it heats the... Uh, yeah, it's not quite it, vaping, it's like... Yeah, it's kind of a halfway house, a, isn't it? Yeah. It heats it rather than burns it, so that it doesn't create so many carcinogens, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's good, there's no smoke... But yeah, it smells awful, <laughs> and it's still just as bad. <laughs> it's still as just as bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I never don't. mind. Never smoke mind. 
Um, so if you want to get in touch with the show, as always, um, yeah. just, just get on abroad, abroad in Japan. And hashtag hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just send <laughs> in a question. We'll work, we'll work out. We'll work on an email address. For we'll the bloody find it. You can we'll, send stuff in too. We will, yes. Uh, and we'll be back next week with uh, another podcast. We will. It's what we do now. Yeah. Chris, you're a broadcaster, you're a podcaster, and you're a good friend <laughs> right now. <laughs> that sounded so reassuring. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com. Do it. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com